Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson about mishaps. If you aren't if you aren't sure what a mishap is, a mishap is a small accident or something that goes wrong during your day. Usually something where you don't have a major injury or a major problem. Usually when you have a mishap, it's a small thing that's kind of annoying during your day. There's a couple different kinds of mishaps and I'll explain what the mishaps uh, are that I'm going to be talking about in this lesson. So, once again, welcome to this English lesson about mishaps. Small little annoying things that sometimes happen during your day. Little accidents or little things that happen that um, just make your day less enjoyable than it should be. So, there are two kinds of mishaps. There are minor mishaps and there are major mishaps. This lesson is primarily going to be about minor mishaps. You can see this car has a small dent in it. Maybe this person parked in a parking lot at the mall and someone hit their car and put a small dent in it. That would be a minor mishap. So, minor again means minimal or smaller or not um not big. So, a minor mishap. And this is a major mishap. This person obviously got hit by someone else on the front and there is a lot of damage. Generally, minor mishaps result in minor annoyances and maybe minor injuries whereas a major mishap would result in a lot of damage or major injuries. So, this lesson primarily about minor mishaps and once again, mishaps are small accidents or things that occur in your day that are just extremely annoying, bothersome, might even injure you a little bit like a scrape or a small cut but this lesson will mostly be about minor mishaps and the first one is a slip. I think you could see in the thumbnail, I tried to recreate a person stepping on a banana peel. Um I don't know how often this actually happens in life but when you step on something like a banana peel or when you step on ice, you can slip. When you slip, it means that your feet kind of come out from under you. It's different than a trip. When you trip, there's something in front of you that your foot gets caught on and you fall forward. When you slip, it means you're on something that's slippery. I'm not sure if you know that English word. If you step on a banana, because the banana is slippery, you might slip. When you step on the ice, the ice is slippery. You might slip. When you step on something like this extension cord, you might trip. So, you might trip when you step uh when your foot gets caught on something like an extension cord and just so you know, we often say slip and fall or trip and fall. Don't step on that banana peel. You're going to slip and fall. Watch out for that extension cord. You might trip and fall. So, hopefully, you know the difference now between slip and trip. We also have a minor mishap called a grass stain. This often happens with children. Children might be wearing clean clothes and they go and play outside and when they come in, there are grass stains on their pants. Green grass, when you rub fabric against it, if you slip and fall outside or if you trip and fall, you might get grass stains on your pants. And there's nothing bad about grass stains except they're really hard to get out uh, when you wash pants with grass stains. The grass stains aren't always easy to get out. 
So, another little mishap can be a grass stain. And then of course, we have something called a spill. Now, interestingly enough, this is instead of putting a spill over there or putting to spill, I just put spill because this can be a verb or a noun. So, you might spill your coffee and then there's a spill on your desk. Oh, watch out. There's a spill in aisle four of the grocery store. But a spill is anytime you have liquid in a cup and it I shouldn't demonstrate this. It falls over and the liquid spills out of the cup. So, over here we have a spill. Someone has spilled their coffee. And then of course, we have when you drop something. So, this works as a verb only. So, there's an egg that I dropped on the floor. This I didn't actually drop this on the floor. It's just a picture. But when you are working in the kitchen, When you're working anytime you are holding things in your hand, you might drop something. So, when you drop an egg, you have to clean it up. It slows your day down a little bit. It's definitely a very minor, minor mishap. And then you have a cut. So, I'm gonna go through some minor injuries right now. I do need to warn you, these are all minor but some of them do show a tiny bit of blood. So, if you have an aversion If you don't like the sight of blood, you've been warned. I should have told you that before I switched to to this side. Sometimes you get a cut. Sometimes when you're using paper as a teacher, you get a paper cut. It's probably the um, biggest hazard on our job at our job is to get paper cuts because we use so much paper. But one little mishap during your day might be that you get a small cut. Uh, You might be doing something in the kitchen and you cut yourself with a knife by accident or you might be a teacher like I am and you might um, get a little paper cut while you're at work. We also have what's called a scrape. So, if this kid had been wearing pants, he would have had grass stains but instead, he's wearing shorts and somehow he scraped his knee. This is a very common mishap for children who are playing outside a lot of times they will scrape their knee on something. Maybe they'll be running on pavement and they'll fall down and their knee will hit the pavement and they will scrape their knee. So, once again, let me go back though and say something. This is both a verb and a noun. I cut myself with a knife. Now, I have a cut on my finger. I cut myself. I have a cut. I scraped my knee. Now, I have a scrape on my knee. So, a lot of times in English, we use our verbs and nouns. The word can have can be used both ways and most of these injuries work that way and I'll make sure I keep you uh, in the know. Scratch. So, here we have it kind of looks like a cut but I found a picture with a cat in the background because often a cat will scratch. If a cat is friendly, it won't scratch but sometimes a cat will scratch. So, here we have a scratch on someone's hand because the cat scratched them. Don't play with that cat. It might scratch you and then you'll have a scratch. So, again, we're using it as a verb and a noun. Bump. So, this guy bumped his head. Now, he has a bump on his head. Uh, When you are working where there are things that are low above you, you might accidentally bump your head or bump into it. Um, I bump my head at the gym There's one machine at the gym where for some reason, 
It's just out of my eyesight but still lower than my height and so, I always bump my head on it. I've done it three times now. I need to stop doing that but certainly a minor mishap in your day would be uh to bump your head. And then we have a bite. We talked about this last week or a couple weeks ago. Mosquitoes will bite you and then you have a mosquito bite. So, once again, verb and noun. So, the other day, I was outside and a lot of mosquitoes were buzzing around and then I thought, oh, the mosquito is gonna bite me. I better go in the house because I don't want to get a mosquito bite. Similar for sting. Wasps and bees will sting. So, you want to avoid getting stung by a bee or wasp because you don't want to have a bee sting. There was a bee flying around outside a few weeks ago and I was worried the bee was going to sting me and so, I ran away because I didn't want a bee sting. Never fun to have a bee sting. Bruise. So, a bruise is when you accidentally fall or something hits you and then under your skin, it turns a little bit red and purple and blue. The last bruise I got was when I was using a wrench and I was pulling and the wrench popped off the bolt and it hit me right here and I had a bruise here. So, whenever you get hit by something, when you bump your head, you might get a bump but you also might get a bruise in the same spot. A twist or sprain. So, I mentioned this I think a week or two ago. When I was in university, I was playing baseball and I was running to second base and my foot landed half on the base and half off and I twisted my ankle. When you twist your ankle or sprain your ankle, um it just means you've your ankle has moved in a way it's not supposed to in a bad way and now you have a lot of pain. You might even have a bruise from that and we do use twist and sprain the same as the same word when we're talking about ankles. Oh, he twisted his ankle. Oh, he sprained his ankle. We don't often use it for other things though. Like you you can sprain your wrist, right? But you wouldn't use twisted but you could say, oh, he twisted his ankle. He sprained his ankle. Never a nice injury. Very, very painful. Sunburn. So, depending on how fair your skin is, you might be uh you might have different levels of sensitivity to the sun. My skin is very fair. When I go out in the sun, I need to wear sunscreen. I need to wear suntan lotion. Otherwise, I can get a sunburn. Jen burns even more easily than I do. So, Jen wears a lot of sunscreen in the summer. Um I can go outside for about 15 minutes, half an hour and I will not get a sunburn but Jen will burn a lot more quickly than that. So, if you are someone who uh is prone to sunburn, uh it is not a nice mishap. I hate it when I forget to wear suntan lotion and I go outside and get a sunburn. Um there's also something called a nosebleed or a bloody nose. When I was a kid, I used to get bloody noses a lot especially in the winter. In Canada in the winter, the air in our homes is very dry and that can cause um some people to get bloody noses or a nosebleed sometimes. So, not a nice thing to have happen. Uh I once as an adult had a bloody nose at a public event. I was sitting in the audience watching a play and all of a sudden, my nose started bleeding. So, I I quickly just kind of ran to the washroom to take care of it but never a nice thing to have happen during your day. Not a nice mishap. 
a sliver or splinter. So, there are two words for this what is happening right here. When you work with wood, um sometimes you might get a sliver. You might get a splinter. I use the word sliver. I think sliver is more common in this part of the world. Um especially in my local region. We we would say, oh, I got a sliver from that piece of wood. Some people use the word splinter but for me, the more common word is sliver but uh can be painful and then sometimes you get a pair of tweezers from the bathroom. Tweezers are like little tiny a little tiny tool that you can use to pull out a sliver or a splinter but never fun to get a sliver. None of these mishaps are fun by the way. I keep saying never fun to get a sliver. Never fun to have a bloody nose. Never fun to get a splinter. It's never fun to stub your toe. Um this I would call this a minor mishap. When you stub your toe, it means you accidentally walk into something. Uh maybe you are walking through your kitchen and you hit the leg of the table and you stub your toe. Um I do have a funny story about this as well. One time, a long time ago, Jen and I were getting ready to go visit her parents and I was walking outside in bare feet and I stubbed my toe but it actually wasn't a minor mishap. It was a major mishap because I broke my toe and I had to go to the hospital so they could set my toe. So, when you stub your toe, it's not broken. It just hurts a lot but if you stub your toe really hard, you can break your toe and that is not a nice feeling at all. Never never fun to stub your toe. Okay, this might seem like a big word for you but uh overexertion. Let me say it one more time. Overexertion. When you overexert yourself, it means you do more physically than your body is able to do. You lift something that is too heavy. You reach for something that's too far away. Um maybe you try to throw something that weighs a lot. You do something where after you do it, you have pain. So, if you lift something heavy, you might have pain in your back. When you throw something, you might have a sore arm. So, when you overexert yourself, it can be a big mishap especially if it happens at work and if part of your job is to lift and move heavy things. So, if your job is moving boxes like this guy, if that's your job and you overexert yourself, and you hurt your back or you hurt your shoulders, um that would be a bad thing. So, overexertion is when you overexert yourself. Don't don't do that. I've done that before. And you might end up with a pulled muscle. So, a pulled muscle can happen when you're exercising. It can happen when you're at work, when you're lifting things. Whenever you do something physical, you can pull a muscle. When you have a pulled muscle, it just really really hurts and it might take you a few days or a few wait weeks to uh to recover. Um by the way, if you're wondering why I'm doing this lesson, um the lessons are always related to my life and I actually twisted my ankle a little bit almost a week ago but after a couple days, it was uh, back to 100%. So, um but I also pulled a muscle in my back the week before. Uh it was not a nice feeling. Um so, yes, the lessons are almost always related to my everyday life uh in some way because I'm usually like, ah, I pulled a muscle in my back. I should do a lesson on that. Um 
heat stroke. This week, they said it was going to be 22 degrees every day. That's what they said on Saturday and Sunday, that the whole week was going to be beautiful weather. Instead, what happened is we're we're actually in a heat wave. The high today is going to be 34. With the humidity, it's going to feel like 40. And so, people have um there's always the possibility that people will get heat stroke. Heat stroke is what occurs when it's too hot outside and you probably haven't been drinking enough water or staying somewhere where it's cooler. If you are in the sun all day and you don't drink enough, you will probably get heat stroke. And it along with that, you might uh have dehydration. When you are dehydrated, it means you haven't had enough water that day. When it's a really hot day, your body needs to sweat in order to stay cool and if you don't drink enough water, you can't sweat and eventually, your body just doesn't have enough water in it and you become dehydrated. You start to suffer from dehydration. Sometimes, you just get something in your eye. This is never a nice feeling when you're uh, walking along and all of a sudden, a speck of dust or something gets in your eye. The other day, I was walking along the road for exercise and a car went by and a lot of dust was in the air and I got a little bit of dust or or something in my eye, just a little piece of dust and it it really hurt. I spent almost the rest of the walk rubbing my eye trying to get it out. Um it's not a huge mishap. It's a very minor mishap to get something in your eye but uh certainly um Certainly, when you get something in your eye, it makes you um let's say you're driving and you get something in your eye. That is a mishap. You should then pull over until you can see again. So, you don't want to drive um with something in your eye. That's for sure. Burning your tongue. This is something that happens to me a lot. I don't know why. I think sometimes I'm so hungry or I'm so thirsty I don't think before I take a bite or take a sip and I burn my tongue. Not just with hot drinks. I burnt my tongue last week eating pizza. The sauce on the pizza was extremely hot and when I took a bite, um I burnt my tongue. So, burning your tongue can be a little bit of a mishap sometimes. This is more and more rare because less of us I think actually use pens. I mostly use my computer at work. But I have had this happen to me before. Uh not in my shirt pocket but I had a pen in my jacket pocket and the pen exploded and the jacket got all blue ink on it. Was not a very nice experience. Certainly, a bit of a mishap in my day at work that day. But uh, like I said, I don't use a pen a lot anymore. I'm almost everything I do is on computer. So, that certainly Um helps me avoid pens exploding in my pocket. A stone hitting your windshield. This definitely happened to us at some point because one of our vans has a tiny tiny um break in the windshield. So, I need to get that fixed but sometimes when you're driving along, a stone will hit your windshield and crack your windshield a little bit. I think this has happened to me twice in my life where all of a sudden, you just hear bang and you see something out of the corner of your eye and then you see a little mark on your windshield of your vehicle. Sometimes, you have a small fender bender. So, when you 
have a small accident and no one gets hurt and both vehicles are just a little bit damaged. We often call it a fender bender. I had a little fender bender the other day. By the way, the fender is the front of your car or the side of your car around the wheels front and back um and if you hit another car, sometimes we call it a fender bender. Why are you late for work? I had a a small fender bender in the parking lot at the grocery store this morning. It also rhymes which makes it fun to say a fender bender. Um let's talk a little bit though about damage to cars. We would call this a dent. This is definitely a dent. The car was nice and now there's a dent in the car. Someone hit the car and it's not nice and smooth anymore. There is a dent. This however is a ding. Sometimes when you are in a parking lot, um you park in a parking lot, you go do some shopping and you come back and there's a little ding in your door. A ding is like a tiny tiny dent. So, this is a dent. This is definitely a dent. There's more than one dent here. This is a few a couple dents at least and this is a ding. Dents happen when you have a big mishap and a ding happens when you have a minor mishap. So, you get a little ding in your door. Um someone mentioned earlier about a gust of wind blowing their window open. Sorry, I forgot who mentioned that. Um but yes, sometimes the wind blows and there is a sudden gust of wind. The wind blows harder for a a few seconds and that can cause a lot of damage. I wouldn't call this a minor mishap but it's the only picture I could find. This would be a major mishap if a gust of wind blew over something like that at a gas station. When we're at market, we have canopies that we set up above our heads and sometimes a gust of wind will move the canopy a little bit. It'll be a a small mishap. A sudden downpour. Sometimes when you go out for a walk, you don't think it's going to rain. Maybe on the news, they said zero chance of rain today and then as you're walking along, it starts to pour. Luckily, this person had their umbrella but sometimes you get caught in a sudden downpour. That's when you don't expect it to rain and it rains. Stepping on gum or dog poop. So, this is one of my um major annoyances in life. I don't like stepping on gum and I hate stepping on dog poop. If you're at the park or some other public place, it's just gross if you step on dog poop. Uh and then you have to somehow clean it off your shoe. Ah, just it's makes me physically annoyed to think about it. And then as I mentioned earlier, what you wish for is a day without mishap. So, often people in English will describe an event as having happened without mishap. Oh, the wedding was great. No mishaps. It happened without mishap. Um I did go to an outdoor wedding a year ago and there were there was almost a small mishap. It we thought there was gonna be a sudden downpour and there wasn't. So, the day happened without mishap. There were no mishaps on the day. It was a great day. So, you can describe an event in a positive way by saying there were no mishaps or it happened without mishap. Always nice when you have an event that happens without mishap. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me, in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.